Hello, and welcome to The Everyday Leader, lessons you can use to build and grow your influence every day. I'm your host, Laura Thompson. This podcast is for everyone. There are so many resources out there for leaders of Fortune 500 companies, CEOs, and the like. But this podcast realizes that a leader is not someone who is defined by a title or someone who necessarily leads a large company. We are all leaders in some aspect of our life because leadership is an attitude. It's how you conduct yourself in any aspect of your life. Sure, some leaders have the title. They've been recognized and promoted based on their past success and have elevated their career to a new level. And some leaders are spouses, coaches, teachers, classmates, nurses, athletes. I created this podcast to share decades of my own leadership experience and to provide guidance on how you can be a little better every day. At The Everyday Leader, we focus on small daily improvements that over time, the investment we make in ourselves grows and grows and will lead to large and wonderful results. Compounding small efforts by changing some of our behaviors and small improvements that over time get us crazy great results. You deserve these crazy great results. You deserve the best. Yes, you. Believe you deserve it and the universe will serve it. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Marcus Lemonis. And from Lord Kelvin, I often say that when you can measure what you are speaking about and express it in numbers, you know something about it. But when you cannot measure it, when you cannot express it in numbers, your knowledge is of meager and unsatisfactory kind. Happy third week of August. If you're from Detroit, then you know this past weekend is typically Dream Cruise weekend. In the past years, two million people, crazy, two million people flock to the Detroit area down Woodward Avenue to watch the cars, mostly classic autos drive down Woodward Avenue. Some families make it a a complete camping event. They go out there days ahead to make sure they get premium lawn space with their folding chairs and they just camp out until those cars start coming. And some of the cars even start a week early. If you can imagine, retail on the street comes to a halt as it is impossible to access the businesses on the main fairway. Living in Chicago now, I didn't make the hike down there to see the action, but I did catch some Facebook posts, even though there are signs posted by local government, you know, don't hang out here, no folding chairs, all of that. They still, the diehards still made their way to the 10-mile stretch of Woodward Avenue. Most years, the cruise falls on another important date. This week's cruise was a week early because August 1st was a Saturday, and so it's the third Saturday. Usually, it falls one week later, or as I like to call it, my birthday celebration cruise. This year's a milestone year for me, so I'm not going to tell you which one. You can guess. 20, 30, 40, whatever. Guess. It's just a number anyway. And I, although... I don't want you to know my number. I do want you to know your numbers. And there are really four buckets of numbers I want you to know from higher 
to retire. So let's start with the beginning higher. If you're a job seeker, here are the numbers you need to know. First number, how many contacts to get an interview? Notice I said contacts and not applications. If you're out there just firing off applications one after another after another, you're going about the hire process all wrong. Today, there's so many people unemployed. And if you're just going out with applications, unfortunately, the people on the receiving end are getting inundated. Their inbox, thousands of applications are coming through and you won't get noticed. You have to work your connections to get that interview. The second number, how many first interviews to get a second interview? And the final number, how many further interviews to get that offer? You need to be working this smart. Know your numbers. If you were hiring, you would do these numbers in reverse, right? If you're a hiring manager out there, how many phone screens do I need to get a live interview or a Zoom interview these days? How many Zoom interviews to find a candidate to move forward through the process? And how many candidates do I need to move forward before I can extend the offer? Works in both directions there, the same numbers. If you're in the offer stage of your career search, you need a new set of numbers. Take the time and plan ahead to know these numbers. Number one, what is my budget? Take some time for personal planning. You need to be prepared ahead of time to know what you need to support yourself and the others you need to support. What is the bottom number I can accept without hardship? Not that I want you thinking about the bottom, but you need to be armed with this information. Second number, what is the industry average and how does my geographic location impact the average? Are there any other factors to consider? Should I be looking at average? But knowing where that that baseline is helps you understand, was I presented with a fair offer? If you don't know what the average is, you can make all sorts of assumptions about the number, and usually we spiral downward when we assume. So know that number. And the last number, the most important number, if you're in the offer stage of starting a new career, what is my value? We all think we're worth a million dollars, right? We fight the battle between being the person we wish to be versus being the person we really are. We must be self-aware. We must bring some emotional intelligence to the table here. Being self-aware forces us to accept what is rather than what should be. Listen, we all want more than they're going to offer, right? You've got to consider what is your value based on the job being presented to you, your strengths and weaknesses, the investments you make in yourself in personal development, and earning history. Let me really stress the personal development piece. I can't remember if this is a Zig Ziglar quote or a Jim Rohn quote. Probably both of them said it because it is so true. Your level of success rarely exceeds your level of personal development, if ever. 
So the amount of personal development you're, you're into. Now for the employed, it's not just up to business owners to know the numbers. What numbers do you need to know about your business? You cannot improve if you don't know where ground zero is or where you are today. Some businesses are easier to know your numbers. Sales, for instance, you have revenue, conversion rates, lines per invoice, all kinds of numbers to know. Sports, you have all kinds of statistics in sports. Other businesses are tougher to measure, but still have numbers. You must know them. If I'm a big fan of Shark Tank. I'm a big fan of the profit. You heard the Marcus Lemonis quote earlier. There's another one coming up here. But... The one thing that will send those sharks in a feeding frenzy is to be in front of them and not know your numbers. Another big benefit to knowing your numbers is keeping the fire burning. We all have dips in motivation, even the most motivated of us all. And having that North Star to keep our focus, that number, where are we going, helps keep that drive alive. I said it was coming. Here's another Marcus Lemonis quote. Performance is the best way to shut people up. And performance is generally measured on some type of number. Here's the final bucket of numbers I want you to know. I don't care if you are 21 or 61. You need to know your retirement numbers. Too many people are either not planning for retirement at all because maybe you're too young, because maybe there's too many more pressing issues right now. Maybe you haven't made it a priority. It's just not on your radar. Or maybe you're thinking your company 401k will suffice. I'm here to tell you it's not going to be enough. And you deserve the best. You deserve the best today. You deserve the best when you retire. So there are many online tools for you to use for free, for free to find out what your number is. I just did a quick Google search. You could do a Google Google search yourself, GSD, Google that stuff, or GTS. NerdWallet. NerdWallet was one I came across in my Google search today. It is fast, it's easy, and you don't need to provide them with any information to get your retirement number. They won't ask your name, they won't ask your email, they won't ask your cell phone number. But then once you get that number, You must act on it. If you're young, and I hope I'm catching some of you in your 20s and 30s, start the habit now of saving for retirement. If you're my age, still not sharing that number with you, you know, I'm playing catch up personally, and I don't want that for you. I want retirement to be a breeze. I want it to be something you look forward to, not something you're scrambling towards in the end. So start now. I promise you, here's the difference. If I take a 30-year-old and they save $2,500 a year, that's not enough. I'm just using this as an example. And I take someone 10 years older and they save the same amount of money, the younger person, because of how compounded interest works, will have almost double what the other person will have by just waiting 10 years. So if you're 20, don't wait till you're 30. If you're 30, don't wait till you're 40 because that number, compound interest, is a magical thing over time. 
So there you have it, your numbers from hire to retire that you need to know. And from the Greek philosopher Proclus, wherever there is number, there is beauty. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of The Everyday Leader. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to cultivate the leader within you. When you are living the best version of yourself, you inspire others to live the best versions of themselves. That is everyday leadership. This has been Laura Thompson, and I leave you with my favorite quote from John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader.